This episode is brought to you by Soccer Shots, the children's soccer experience. Soccer Shots is the official two to five year old soccer program of U.S. youth soccer. Find out more at soccershots.org slash DFW North. This is Hustle and Pro with Kelly Walker. Join Kelly as she talks sports with players, coaches, organizers, and entrepreneurs from BWE League to Pro. Now here's your host, Kelly Walker. This episode of Hustle and Pro features FC Dallas midfielder Edwin Cerillo. How are you, Edwin? I'm doing good. How are you? I am great. So I see a lot of notifications come across my desk about players coming and going, uh, especially between Halloween when the season ended and right now. Um, This announcement on February 14th caught my eye, and I immediately asked if I could talk to you. Wanted to get to know you a little bit better, um, mostly because we are both from Waco, so I want to learn about that. So we'll talk about your background and how you got to your MLS debut recently at the ripe old age of 18. But first, let's roll through some five quick hits. You ready? Yes, ma'am. Who is your favorite athlete of all time? My favorite athlete of all time would probably be I don't know, I'd probably go with Messi, since he's been one of the greatest players, in my opinion, in the sport of soccer. I agree with that. Favorite team of all time? Favorite team? <laughs> this is a tough one. Um, you don't have to pick just one. If you need to pick a couple, you can. I feel like if I don't go with FC Dallas, I'll get in trouble. <laughs> okay, so favorite team you don't play for, how about that? <laughs> favorite team, like growing up, you like to watch or something? Um, I used to watch a lot of the Cowboys, like Cowboys football. That was pretty pretty entertaining for me growing up. Now, I think I'll know the answer to this, but your favorite sport to play? <laughs> Soccer. Okay, and then what's your favorite sport to watch? To watch would probably be football. Okay, see, you never know. So. Uh, now, what is the farthest distance that you've traveled to either play or watch sports? Um, two years ago, we traveled to Qatar. So that was... Uh, it was a crazy 14-hour airplane, airplane, airplane flight. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty, it was pretty insane because we, we literally went across the world. Um, but it was, it was a great experience. Okay, let's talk about younger Edwin. Did you um, grow up with parents that were really into sports or really into soccer specifically? Um, my dad was really into soccer. He started playing at a very young age. Um, and he tried to go up through the Mexican academies and try to reach that pro level, but he never did. Um, and my mom was always with him ever since they were young, so I guess my mom, like, she never played soccer, but she was always with my dad, so she caught on, on a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yes, you know. So do you think that when you were born, I mean, from when you were little bitty, did they want you to play soccer? Yeah, I think uh, the biggest the biggest person who wanted us to play soccer was my dad. And I have two other, two other brothers, so... We all grew up playing soccer, and I think it's just because of my dad. Do they still play? Yes, they do. So you were born in Waco. Yes, ma'am. And how long were you there? I was there up until I was 14, and then that's when I moved over here. Did you come up to Frisco specifically for soccer? Yes, to play for us, does. Did your family come with you? No. <laughs> okay, so tell me about that. It was a, it was a tough decision. Um, the week of trial, it's actually, it was our first planned vacation to, to Florida. And it felt the same week as the trials that were happening here for U15 year. And I just decided uh, I didn't want to go on the trip, and I wanted to come to trial for FC Dallas. And it was, it, was, it was tough for me and for my mom to just, like, let me go. 
but honestly that week was an important week in my career and in my life and I'm really glad, glad I made that decision. Yeah. So your family went on the trip to Florida and wow. you came here or did everybody reroute and come here for your tryout? No, no, no. The, the planned vacation still went through and I just had to stay back and come to tryouts. And wow. They met with me the last day of my tryouts and they just came and picked me up after tryouts and then we went back to Waco for a couple of weeks. Wow. So you just knew at that, you knew that was your chance to yeah. get up here and see if you could do it. Yeah, and, and my mom and dad knew that I was really into soccer, so they supported me in that decision that I wanted to make. Did you play soccer for HOT soccer? Yes, I did. Me too, me too. <laughs> HOT, I used to play for the Eagles. I knew we would have that in common. I started <laughs> playing for HOT soccer like, I don't know, I think you're allowed to play at four or something. Yeah, I, I think mean, it's tiny. Four. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I played and then. Um, I went to Waco High School, so I played for Waco High. Both I played my, all the way up through high school. Both of my brothers went there. Oh, really? And my little brother, well, he's 16, not so little, but he's a junior at Waco High School. So you came to Frisco, and you went to high school here and played. So what was it like living here then without your family? Um, it was tough, I, but the good thing is um, I found a teammate that was on that U15 um, team. That teammate is Brian Padilla, who's now at the University of Maryland. And um, his his sister Daniela, they had a, I mean they they had two rooms, but uh, we could fit in in one room me and Padilla. So he offered for me to move in, um, and he was pretty cool. And he he became my best friend. But honestly, there was sometimes where I did miss my brothers and I did miss my parents. But it was tough. But I just held on, held on there strong. That's quite a sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. Is. So were you only ever playing soccer? Or did you play other sports when you were younger? I played soccer. Soccer was the main sport, but in middle school, I did try to play some, some football and some basketball just for fun. Just to try it out? Just on the off-season, because in the off-season, if you weren't playing a sport, you were just walking around the track, so I wanted yeah. to be active. You just did it not to go play those later, yeah. just to do something? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, because you knew it was soccer. So coaching, I want to talk about coaching. I think soccer specifically, um, soccer coaches really shape a player's journey from moving from club to club, especially. So how have the coaches, your soccer coaches in your life, done that for you? I think all my coaches ever since I started playing soccer were really, um, had a, a real relationship with the players. Um, ever since I started playing soccer, when I was four up until I was 11, I played with the same group of, of players and we basically had the same coaches as well. So we, we had that relationship throughout the years. And it just makes you makes you want to try harder for them, and then put an effort for you. You 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 really value it, and you try to, you try your hardest every time. So were those dad coaches then? That when you were four to eleven, that kid group? Um yes, they were. Not 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 my dad, but um, my first coach was actually a soccer mom. Oh really? She she was my first coach. Your dad never coached your teams. No, he never did. Just coached you privately, probably. Huh? Yeah, or from the sideline. <laughs> yeah. In between that youth and then coming and trying out here, what were you doing? Um, I played HOT soccer, which is like from four about to 11, I'd say. And then um, in Waco, we had a select team called Waco Blast. And I started playing when I was 11, 12. And then I played for Waco Blast until I was about 13, maybe. And then I came to, to Dallas Texans, the Classic League team, and I played for maybe half a year. Actually, before coming to FC Dallas, I tried out for the Dallas Sections Academy 
and I, I didn't make it there. And so I went back home, kept training, and then got the opportunity to try for FC Dallas. And, it's crazy you know, to think <laughs> that that didn't work out, and now it worked out for you. Yes, right? it did. And yeah. at the time, I thought Dallas Texans was the biggest, like, the bigger club. But I'm just thankful, like, that happened to me, and I got this opportunity here. And club's expensive. Oh, yeah. Yes, it it's has- tough. Um, but actually, the the toughest part was probably coming up to training uh, when I was playing in Dallas Tuesdays and Thursdays, leaving school early and having to come here. And then, were you going back and forth? Yeah, Tuesdays and oh. Thursdays. And like we'd we'd go home, we'd get home super late, and like the next morning we had school. But uh, that's brutal. <laughs> it was brutal for my parents. They they yeah. the one driving. Right, yeah. up and down thirty five. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it was crazy. All right, so you joined FC Dallas Academy in 2015, and then you signed. So this, you coming and playing with the first team was February of 2019. Um, In between that, you thought you'd go, and you committed to um, a D1 school, right? So how did all that go down with your family? Um, I think when when I started being eligible for for college coaches to get in contact with me, um, I had a lot of college coaches talking to me. And it was, it was crazy to think I had, like, D1 schools wanting to offer me scholarships, um, considering where I come from. Not a lot of people would try to make it out to college. And it was just, um, it was, I don't know, it was just an opportunity that, that was huge for me and my parents um, because education is important for both my mom and dad and for us, obviously. Um, but my, my um, Brian Padilla, who I used to live with, who is my best friend, he committed to the University of Maryland. And um, I just talked it over with him, and I thought it'd, it'd be a good, a good fit if I didn't make it pro here, then I could go to the University of Maryland with him. I was, I was just looking forward to it um, in, in a little time where I was maybe like trying to see out my options. But honestly, when, when the, the first team contract was offered, I didn't think about it twice. It was, just, it was, a, it was a dream of, me, yeah. of mine, and especially for my dad since he... He couldn't make it, so... Yeah, so going yeah. playing in Maryland wasn't your dream. It was a plan, but yeah. then, like, it was an option. But then, I mean, this is your dream, so you got to take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I Roll with it. All, all soccer players, when they're young, they want to become professional soccer players, but um, there's times where you have to be realistic and have backup options just in case it doesn't work out. Sure, yeah. Well, it worked out, so... <laughs> so, uh, I want to talk about that. So, it was March 9th, the FC Dallas versus the LA Galaxy game, 79th minute, uh, Edwin, you come in for mascara, so it was really unheard of. I mean, um, how fast it was from you signing to then being on the field. Really, I mean, I was surprised. You were probably—I don't, uh, don't know when I, you found I out, definitely but was. so you go in in that 79th minute or whatever. Like, go backwards from that. When did you actually know you were going to play that day? Um, probably at the 75th minute when they called me over. So you go up, you warm up. I mean, you make the 18-man roster. Yes. First step. You got to get that part done. <laughs> and then as you guys are warming up, I mean, you, you warm up not knowing, for sure, that day. And then you just get the call, and they say, okay, get, take it, like, be ready. You're going over in a minute. Yeah. Next sub. When we were warming up, Vander, the guy who warms us up, mm-hmm. he calls my name, and I hear it loud and clear. But I can't believe it, so I, I'm just overwhelmed. It was a dream come true. Just hear my name called and then me going to the bench and putting on my jersey. Yeah, so after that game, I feel like you, was that your family? Did you go over to the 
to the sidelines after the game with your yes. family over yes, there? Yes, that was all my family. So what was that like? Is everybody, everybody come up for that game? Um, it was about 30 people that day. Um, just me being on the field for my parents to see that was, was indescribable. So after the game was over, I quickly went over there to my parents and my mom and dad and my brothers. Um, and it was just emotional. We didn't really say anything to each other. We just looked at each other in the eyes and, and we just all started crying because it was just a dream come true. Yeah. And from me 15 year, me moving and making that sacrifice and me finally being on the field is it's something that it's just beautiful, honestly. Yeah, just all coming together yes. for everybody. I think um, our photographer on the field that day got some good pictures of that moment. <laughs> so if you don't have any, we'll get them for you. Yes, please. Um, but yeah, because that was awesome. And then, gosh, since then, you've now had your MLS start. And not only you, the the number of homegrowns getting their starts recently. And I mean, you guys are breaking records. What's that like? I mean, these guys are, this isn't like all new to you, right? I mean, these guys are guys you've been playing with and even coaches. So tell me a little bit about that, how it's not all just new faces for you. Um, yeah, I think uh, with Brian Acosta and Carlos Garcia going on national team duty, um, it was a chance for us young guys to um, take that opportunity and try our hardest during the week to get that starting role. And uh, with a bunch of young guys in homegrown playing, it's just guys who we grew up with in the academy, so I guess it gave us the extra boost of confidence as well. And with Luigi Breen, our coach, um, he pretty much coached all of us at one point in the academy. So it just gives us it gives us that boost of confidence um, to go out there and just be fearless and play the game we know how to play. This quickly already, as you've gotten up here, you've 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 gotten on the field and now you're starting, um, or you have started. So what's next? I mean, what do you, what else do you want to do or need to do this season or in the coming few years? Like, what are your next goals? Um, yes, after after my MLS debut, um, it was just a, honestly a dream come true, and for me to get my first start was another goal I had in my career. Um, and we took that time on Saturday to really reflect and. Just be thankful for the opportunity with me and my family, and um, on Sunday as well. But just like today, it's a new day, and we just keep looking forward. And then I guess my next goal would be um, to try to make the 18-man roster for uh, this weekend's game. And I think I'll take it week by week and mm-hmm. try to keep my feet on the ground and keep working. Because you gotta, you gotta re-earn that spot every every weekend yes, or of every course. game, right? Mm-hmm. It's and not I, given to you. Yeah, and and Lucci emphasizes that a lot that. You know, everyone's going to earn their spot. Nothing's going to be giving. And that starts from Monday, and then it goes all the way to Friday because nothing's final until game day. And then if you're not uh, starting, nothing's final till till that <laughs> 90th minute or plus, right? Yes. I mean, you still need to work to even do, when you're out there warming up mm-hmm. if you're not starting. You never know. To get any minutes you could possibly get. Yeah. Tell me some of the other teammates um, that, you, that you're playing with now on first team that you played with? In the I academy. played with Jesus. I played with um, Thomas and Brian. And just, uh, just to see how we grew up and all made it to the pro level. It's, just, it's, it's nice to see the academy players actually making it to the pros and not only just being there, but um, fighting for minutes. FC Dallas is really good at that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy how, how it all aligned. I mean, who knows a year ago at this time if it was still Oscar out there if you if everybody would still be in the same places they are mm-hmm. just from how it's all kind of lined up for you um, with the academy and already knowing Lucci so it was all meant to be for you yeah. right and I think Lucci's also a fearless person um, just 
he believes in what he believes and I think he believes in each and every one of us but like I said nothing's going to be given mm -hmm. it's how hard we work in training and I think um, if you've worked hard enough you you'll get the minutes you deserve Tell me about, as far as teammates, who's the uh, funniest guy in the locker room? <laughs> funniest guy? I'd go with probably either Pablo or Santi. Just because I'm Spanish-speaking, so uh -huh. I understand all the Spanish jokes that they make. Um, but they're, they're pretty funny people. Reggie's a little bit funny, too. Yeah? <laughs> yes. I what think about... They're the top funny people. Okay. What about leaders? I mean, obviously, um, Reto is your... Your captain right now, mm -hmm. Matt was. Is so. Who who are the leaders for you? I think in in our locker room, um, the main leaders was like you said, uh, Reto and Matt Hedges. Um, but also, I think another leader who's you could say young is Carlos Grasso. But I think he's he's becoming a leader as well. And all three of them are very professional and uh, people that we look up to. What about? Teammate that's always first to the field. Oof, that's a that's a tough one. <laughs> Is there a guy who's just um, always like the most eager, ready to go? I'd say maybe Reto and Matt, since they're, they're the leaders. They're trying to get everybody to go out there as soon as possible. But I think I think it's just part of the personality to want to get out there and and want to get um, on the ball. They're the oldest, right? I believe so. I feel like they I are. Believe so. I mean, they've got to be some of the oldest, at yeah. least. And then there's uh, us young guys here, like playing ping pong to like the last minute before <laughs> we have to walk out. <laughs> well, that's good that they're there to show you the ropes and yes, push you along and keep you in line, keep you on the right track. Um, awesome. Well, I appreciate you sitting down, taking the time to talk with us today and learn a little bit about you. So we will be rooting for you out there. Either watching the away games on TV or here at Toyota Stadium uh, throughout the season and into the playoffs, all right? <laughs> Thank you so much for having me.